People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience, and I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. I am super excited. First of all, I just absolutely love my Thursdays. This is when we're recording it, and uh, I'm not sure what day it's actually going to be released, but uh, I just absolutely love Thursdays. Not only do I continue to fill my cup in the morning and 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 get that morning routine going, but uh, today especially, uh, I'm so excited to be talking with uh, Barbie Harris. Is she, uh, she's with our True North Media Company, and she's been a part of, well, the Kalinowski family, the Kalinowski Enterprise family for uh, a number of years here. And uh, we have Barbie on here, not because uh, she is an expert in the media, the social media side of things and uh, copywriting and all the talents that she brings to True North Media, but we have uh, Barbie on here because she did something that, uh, as many of you guys know, um, we there was a group of us that did 75 hard last year, and she took the challenge on this year. Uh, she did it in silence, and uh, I only found out actually as you know, Barbie, as you were about I don't know, like two weeks or so from completing it. And as soon as I knew, man, I just I got chills. I was super excited, and I just could not wait to get you on the show because I know that there are so many takeaways. In fact, I got the list here, so I'm super excited to dive into this with you. But Barbie, welcome to the show, first and foremost. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about this. Yeah, awesome. I, uh, I can't wait. So we're we're going to dive into this. First of all, um, what made you do this? Uh, you know, this is, as you know, once again, you know what 75 Hard was like. You obviously heard a lot of things that we went through and a lot of the people that had gone through that program. But like, like what was it that that triggered you, that planted that seed that you said, you know what, I think I'm, I'm going to do this? Um. I really loved that. I, I always love hearing you um, on Tuesdays and this the inspiration and the leadership that you bring to um, all of these companies is just so such an incredible opportunity to be a part of it. And what I really admire is that you actually do the hard things that enable yourself and all of us to be successful. You don't just talk about like, hey guys, you should do these things to be successful. Right. You actually do them. And I started thinking, it's like, well, if I am encouraging people to also go after what they want to, then I need to do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the biggest reason that I did this was to me, it was a physical representation of what it looks like to go after something um, representing that the commitment that you make to yourself and your personal growth has to come first before anybody's expectations or opinions or um, agendas for you. Yeah, that's really well said right there. Um, So you you made a decision to to do something, you know, challenging and uh, and personal. Why did you do the 75 hard program? Uh, I thought, you know, that's that's a bit of a challenge uh to put it lightly right but it's not something that is completely unrealistic you know it's like okay 
I could, I could maybe see myself doing two workouts a day and gosh, I already drink a gallon of water a day. Okay. The diet part. Yeah, that would suck. That'd right. be suck. But, um, you know, why not? Why not go for it? Um, and really, obviously it's your example. I wouldn't have even known about it had you not introduced us to it. So mm-hmm. definitely you, you, uh, have a huge role in taking credit for that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, it was, you know, the thing that I'm so impressed on is that I, you know, going into the, the challenge, you know, I, I wanted a group of people going it th- through with me and, and, uh, and you did it by yourself. And that is just absolutely impressive because there are challenges along the way. And, you know, to have that support system and have other people kind of going through misery with you, um, there's something, there's something wonderful about it because you have this connection with other people. And, uh, you know, now obviously we have a connection because we have this commonality of going through challenging times, even though you did it separately and you did it at a different time in your life. But, um, you know, for you to go through this by yourself, um, I, I really kind of want to un- unpack that. And I'm sure through these 11, uh, takeaways that you had, you're going to, you're going to share with us. So let's just get into it because I'm super excited to really get your takeaways. Everybody's are different, which is, I think is amazing and wonderful. There are definitely some similarities for sure throughout it because you do go through a lot of the same challenges, but our takeaways are so much more personal. And so I really want to, um, unpack that as we go forward. So the first takeaway, which I, once again, 11 of them, which, you know, we, we don't do 10, we do that extra one more, that extra <laughs> rep, right? As Ed Milet will say, um, your first takeaway was just do it. Let tell us about that. So as a perfectionist, I definitely, uh, procrastinate on the things that I don't know how to do the right way or uh-huh. the best way. Um, and really the thing about 75 hard is you just have to do it. Like your workouts might be literally uh, stretching luxuriously for an hour and a half because your body is so tired that you can't do anything else. Um, Or, you know, your meals probably aren't going to always be fantastic because by day like 35, you're like, I'm really tired of making food. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're just going to default to like the five things that that I can eat. Um, But it's okay. Like it's still done. Yeah. And you've still grown through it just by doing it. Um, I think so often we get caught up in the trap of waiting for the just the right words or just the right whatever recipe mm-hmm. for um, what we want life to look like. And instead, we should just look at it as like take the opportunity in front of you and go for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Way to go, lady. Uh, feed your mind, not just your body is number two. Talk about that. Um, I mean, obviously, this is important, right? Um, you know, listening to the podcast and reading the books and things like that. But for me personally, I have, I really honestly did not start investing in myself in that way until COVID. Yeah. And, oh, all of a sudden I have this time and I feel kind of stressed out about this situation. I guess I'll look at some podcasts and some books. And 75 Hard was a really great way to demonstrate to me that everybody has 10 minutes a day to mm-hmm. read a couple pages out of a book that's mm-hmm. going to um, benefit your life. And just on that same mind, if you are a believer, everybody has time to spend in the word of God. Right. Like we all get caught up in this trap of like, oh, I don't have time to read. I don't have time to spend with God or, or whatever is important yeah. to you. But we do. Um, and it's so essential. Just reading those few pages every day was like, wow, what an incredible idea. Yeah. Wow, what an incredible takeaway um, that you can start ingesting and applying to your life. 
So. Well, and I love it because one of the things that we, we often say is that certain things are a priority in our lives and we, we say it, but we just don't do it. Right. I, I, you know, a perfect example of what you were talking about with, you know, that opportunity to every day you should be, you should be spending time in that aspect of your faith. And I literally was talking about this on our upcoming vlog was that, you know, I keep saying that's a priority and I would run out of time often throughout the day. And it wasn't because I didn't have time. I just didn't prioritize the time to do it. Right. We all had the same amount of time and it's amazing how much more efficient other people are and how much they prioritize certain things. And until you go through something like this, you don't realize that you are fully capable of prioritizing the things that you say are important in Absolutely. your life. So yeah. I think it's just a wonderful takeaway. Um, I'm really excited about this. I'm not a victim. Talk about that. Oh, man. Um, obviously, I chose to do 75 hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I did it to myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, just beyond that, I think really it's not so much that 75 hard um oh if you go through it you will learn i'm not the victim i clearly inflicted my pain on myself right. um but more so it gave me the mental space to realize my reasons why um my dad died about a year and a half ago and mm -hmm. there's kind of this sentiment i think when anybody experiences a loss of some kind whether it's your health or you lose a limb or a parent or a sibling or whatever that um it's like oh my gosh that poor thing uh, that poor thing and it's m well meant and it's well intended but it has also this implication of pity in it and it, it's i realized in that space of 75 hard of doing all of these workouts spending all this time with yourself yeah. good hour and a half every day yeah. with yourself yeah. um realizing i get to define what my life is and my life does not have to be defined by a tragedy mm -hmm. it can be amazing and i can be happy and successful and no one has to tell me that uh it can be any different so yeah that is so good. I mean, Barbie, that is so amazing. You know, we oftentimes do play the victim in so many aspects of our life. I mean, I, you know, just going back to, as I, as you know, my story, um, I felt like a vi the victim of, um, not being able to achieve the dream that I thought I was destined to achieve. Right. And I just love how you were able to work through your pain and the things that have happened in your life that, you know, you had no control over. And, you know, as, and as a person of faith, you know, we often, I know we sit back and we go, okay, God, like, why? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't understand. And having those unanswered questions can be such a paralyzing uh, part of our life, you know? Absolutely. And so for you to be able to look at that and say, well, I'm not a victim anymore, right? I, mm -hmm. I, this isn't about me being the victim here. Uh, and having 75 Hard help you identify that was just, that's awesome. You know, that's why we do these hard things. That's why we do these uncomfortable things. Cause just like you said, you spend time with yourself to get to know yourself. Absolutely. And yes. it was just that, that's an awesome takeaway. Um, number four is hard is not the opposite of good. I definitely stole this phrase from one of my friends. She uh -huh. said this to me recently. I was like, yes, that completely solidifies what I was trying to say. Um, you know, oftentimes hard has this connotation like, oh, it's hard. It's a hard workout. It was a hard day. Mm -hmm. It was a hard relationship. They're a hard person to be with. Mm -hmm. um, but hard is not bad. Like, why do we cinemize those two words together um, when really 
hard is what makes us better. We, I really truly believe that we were born to do hard things. We crave mm -hmm. hard things. Why else are things like 75 hard a thing? Right. We realize inside us we need hard things yeah. to make us better, to help us realize things. Totally um, agree. Yeah. And so I, I really love uh, in Scripture we see the progression of suffering produces perseverance, which produces character, yeah. which produces hope, which it promises does not let us down. Yeah. So we can't go wrong. Uh, what, a, what an amazing attitude that we can have when we have hard people to deal with or hard circumstances in our life that, you know, this is going to lead to hope eventually. Mm -hmm. Good things that, that uh, for a better life, for a better me. Um, and that, that is really the biggest um, component of that. I already see this like on Tuesday, by the way, you're going to have to do the quote of the week <laughs> and it's going to be hard is hard is not the opposite of good. And exactly what you just said right there, that is a message that I think that you can give to people. Cause that is like, I mean, I'm getting inspired just listening to you. I'm thinking of the ways of how that, like how that matters in my life and how you can even just articulate to other people. Right. Yeah. Um, what a beautiful way and a beautiful story of how hard is actually really good for you. And we crave that. You we know? do. We do crave it. So wonderful, wonderful. Uh, number five, it's hard until it becomes a habit. Yeah. You know, uh, there's, you know, so many things in life that we're like, oh man, I could never do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's just crazy, man. Like, but it's not true. We could do it. We just have to get over that hump of, oh, it's impossible for me and realize, you know, what if I actually started working towards that? Um, and then over time, developing that behavior in sequence becomes a habit and then it gets easier. Mm -hmm. Like now an hour, I still am doing an hour and a half of exercise every day because I'm, I'm in that routine of getting up super early and just getting it all done at once. Um, and it doesn't seem hard anymore. Yeah. Uh, but at first, man, that was that was brutal. That was that was really brutal. Um, so I think that is maybe the hardest part of anything hard is getting to the point where it does become a habit. Right. You know. Well, and once you do that, you have those breakthroughs. I think one of the things that I realized through seventy five hard was that um, you can do things that you didn't think you were capable of doing, but then they become a routine, just like you said. And you realize that like, no, I'm fully capable of doing stuff like this. Like, no, I, I can fully do this. I can, I exercise my no muscle a lot more. <laughs> right. And I also yes. exercise my commitment muscle too, because I just know that I've got to get it done and you yep. find a way to get things done. Right. Yes. Yep. All right. Number six, uh, never give up on you. Um, so this one to me is really um, the concept of you have to ultimately make your growth and your um, personal development trump everybody else's um, agendas for you mm -hmm. and realize that you are not worth giving up on. Yeah. Um, you know, other people might abandon you, um, but you're ultimately going to be the one that is driving your career or your health or whatever it is. And you cannot expect another person to do that for you. Um, and with that, there's so many things that we have to say no to mm -hmm. in order to make that complete commitment to ourselves. And what 
what a thought that I had during the 75 hard was, you know, no is really a scary word to say to people. Right. Um, but you have to keep commitments that you make to yourself in order to be available and be the best version of yourself for other people. Um, Even in the Bible, uh, we see that Jesus often withdrew to solitary places to pray. And I never thought about it in this way, that the author writing that must have been told no. Can you just see that? Like, oh, by the way, Jesus got up early in the morning and he went off to a solitary place to pray. Like, how would they know that? They would have had to have a conversation. Hey, Jesus, it's really early. What are you doing up? I'm going to go pray. Hey, can I come? No, no, man, stay mm-hmm. here. Like, can't you just see that? Mm-hmm. He literally had to tell mm-hmm. his friends no. Right. If Jesus can say no yeah. to something in order to keep that absolute commitment of spending time with God, refreshing his spirit so that he could be who he needed to be, um, then so can I. Yeah. And I love that when, you know, as I was reading that, it wasn't just, uh, I think it's really easy to say never give up. I, you know, you were so intentional with the last part of it, which a lot of people forget, right, is on you. Mm-hmm. And we forget about ourselves and we forget how important it is to not only believe in ourselves, but to feed ourselves and to do all of these things, because we know that if we can take care of ourselves first, we'd be so much for so many other people. And I just, that you, you just said it so beautifully there um, uh, with, with what you, how, how important it is to um, feed your spirit. Right. And uh, I love that. And I know that you definitely discovered that um, your change, their comfort or your change is greater than their comfort. What is that? Yeah. Your change is greater than their comfort. Okay. Um, you know, people are going to freak out. Yeah. Like, And you said this a lot, but 75 yeah. hard really um, just uh, opened my eyes to that firsthand because I've not necessarily had a lot of like strong reactions to things that I've chosen to do except mm. this. Wow. Like literally the first two weeks were like, oh, so you mean that we should feed you cookies, right? Or Barbie, I think you just need to have a Reese's peanut butter cup like right now. Right. You know, things like that. Um, and it was crazy to me to see that reaction to something that um, was important to me for um, developing my, myself further. And I think that is really an important lesson to know is like, yeah, people are going to freak out when you start changing things and making um, changes in your life that are better for you. Um, but change anyway. Yeah. Change anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's so important because you're right. So many people, th- their discomfort is the fact that you are growing out of this this circle of, of where they're comfortable having you yes. in, right? And yes. they don't want to either lose you or they don't want you th- they don't want you to start experiencing other things outside of what they're comfortable with. It's Absolutely. not about you. It really is a reflection about them and where they're at. Totally. Yes, 100%. It greatly reflects on their comfort level with themselves. I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with comparison. Like, what? You're doing an hour and a half of exercise every day? Mm-hmm. Like, it really, it really does say a lot about how they feel about themselves, and you cannot let that affect you. Mm-hmm. You have to commit to changing anyway. Yeah, so well, wonderfully said. Uh, number eight, don't compromise with yourself. You know, I, I'm going to take this from you. You said this to me yesterday, and I was like, oh, that is so good. Don't be good with good enough. Mm, yeah. You are the standard for most of your life. You're not going to have people coming up behind you like, hey, did you do that thing? Did you do it 100% or did you only put 98%? Um, You only know how much effort you're really giving in any area of life, whether you're in a relationship or in a business, um, in, in a ministry. 
you and God are the only ones that know Mm -hmm. the percentage that you're actually giving. And don't cheat. Don't cheat on yourself. It's not worth it. Um, You're ultimately not going to find, I truly believe, the most uh, pleasure or satisfaction in life if you just kind of compromise and just do a halfway job on anything. Yeah. So... Good job, lady. I'm, I'm telling you what, you, you are just knocking this out of the park. This is so good. There's so many really great takeaways and you're able to articulate them. I think one of the hardest things that people uh, run into is they don't know how to articulate these emotions and these feelings uh, that they experience. And uh, you've just done an amazing job of every one of these things and these takeaways. I, I'm just like, I'm I'm remembering a story walking through 75 hard or I can, I can relate that to a situation in my life. And so it's such, such a wonderful job. You're doing an excellent job. Number nine, growth doesn't just happen. Um, so I actually, I wish that I could draw a diagram, um, and I'll try to draw it with words. Um, but I really see this as like a huge circle of what growth looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically that is, so true actual growth is one through accountability, but you can only have accountability if you have vulnerability Mm -hmm. with the person that you're accountable with. Um, And how do you get vulnerability? People aren't just vulnerable for nothing. You get vulnerability from trust. How is trust created? Trust is created through actions. And what do actions lead to? Growth. And I just see it as this big That's awesome. cycle that is necessary. But And so how often do we get caught up in the stages of this and we don't actually reach true growth? Maybe we don't take the action or we never find accountability. Yeah. Um, or we might be accountable with somebody, but we're, we're not really honest with them. Right. Why? Because we don't actually trust them. Hmm. Well, and it's so true too, because you also need, and there's a, there's another person on it. I was just listening to a great podcast this morning, how, how important it is to have the people that you are entrusting, those people that are helping you be accountable to the things in your life. It's important for them to be truthful to you, right? That accountability is like, I, I, if you, you know, if, if it was you and I, and you gave me that permission to help you be held, held accountable, like I have an obligation now to be truthful with you and really the path that you're taking and the path that you're deciding to go down and have those hard conversations, those vulnerable conversations. We were just talking about this in our leadership um, uh, meeting the other uh, the other week. It's about like being vulnerable isn't about going and just exposing like and crying or anything like that. I mean, that happens, but it's not about that. Sometimes. It's literally about saying, listen, you are freaking, you are, you are sucking right now. Like you, you suck right now. You're not doing a good job. You're, you're totally not showing up for your team. You're not, you know, that's vulnerable because you don't, you're, you're, you're going to tell somebody something really hurtful potentially, and you don't know how they're going to react. So I think that's an awesome, awesome, uh, diagram. And I'm, I'm going to challenge you. We got to get that out there because that's a wonderful way of explaining it. And I love that process because vulnerability is so key, but you got to have the trust once again, as you build trust, it's because of the action that you take behind it. So just Definitely. an awesome way of really giving us an idea visually of what that looks like. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, number 10 is uh, be your own number one fan. I am my own best support system. I cannot freaking rely on anybody to um, be like, at a girl, Barbie. Yeah, yeah. good job. I have to be that for myself. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, I, I have faith. I believe that God um, 
is advocating for me mm -hmm. and supporting me and everything. But I cannot put that expectation on other people. Is it awesome that I have people in my life that do root for me? Absolutely. I'm definitely not trying to come at it from the angle of like, oh, I have no one who supports me. I have a lot of people who really love and support me. And I'm, I'm so, so blessed to have those people. But really, ultimately, I cannot rely on them because they're not going to always be there for me. They're mm -hmm. going to disappoint me because they're humans. Um, I can't rely on other people to give me that affirmation that I am enough, that I'm doing the right things, that it's going to be okay. I have to do that to myself. I have to be the one that's like, all right, get out of bed, Barbie, and you're going to have a great day. Yeah. All right, put a smile on your face. That's going to be your umbrella. All right, Barbie, look, look at you. Look at you. You couldn't even do that last week. And now you're doing 10. Mm -hmm. What? You go, girl. You have to be that. And once you become your number one fan, like, then everything that hinders you from growing breaks free. I have definitely struggled with self-criticism. And I think a lot of people do. Sure. It's just a thing, right? The yeah. negative self-talk, um, the net low self-esteem. So often we repeat lies to ourselves because we somehow confuse it with humility. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm a better person because I think I suck. It's like, no, you're not really. Actually, you're just replacing the um, positive sentiment of ego with the negative sentiment of ego. You're still thinking about yourself. Right. So if you can replace those things with realism and like being a coach, basically, yeah. to yourself, then you're ultimately going to be in a place where you actually can grow because you're on your own team. Mm -hmm. You're not against yourself. Right. So did you have that? Did you have that mentality going into 75 hard? Or was that something that you discovered as you went through it? I think that's been a lifelong journey for me. Um, and I think that in many ways, um, since my dad has died, that has been, part of something that God has um, helped, tried to make me realize my entire life, but I think he really used that as an opportunity to really like drive it home. Like, come on, woman, yeah. I've been trying to get you to understand this for years. Like, you cannot just beat yourself up and expect yourself to get great results. You yeah. cannot just hate on yourself mm -hmm. and then expect anything good to come from your growth. Yeah. Even if you do manage to get the six pack or the muscles or, uh, you know, the, I don't know, the kindness, whatever you're trying to achieve, you're not going to be happy with it. Um, so I would say that 75 hard allowed me the opportunity to really put that into practice mm -hmm. on a daily basis, mm -hmm. especially um, in working out and things like that where, yeah, a lot of the moves I started, I could not do them. Mm -hmm. Right. That's good. Number 11, know yourself so you can own your success and your suck. I love it. <laughs> I, I love that you added that to it. So you've got two parts, own your success and then own your suck. Let's tackle, uh, own your suck first. Okay. Um, this is basically like you have got to know your crap. Mm -hmm. You got to know yourself. Like if you're doing something for the wrong motivation, you've got to be the one to call you on that. Mm -hmm. And as a, a Christian, I believe that I have the Holy Spirit inside me who is my truth, who is my guiding force mm -hmm. in my life. Right. Um, and you got to listen to it. Like, really, Barbie, why are you doing that? Why did you do it that way? And that um, is so important because if you know the areas that you suck in or that you're you're just lying to yourself about, then you can actually grow through them. Um, but if you're not honest with yourself, no one else is going to be. Yeah. Um, you have to be that for yourself. Um, and ultimately, 
you know, we might do things for um, specific motives that appear good on the surface, but really they're just disguised as living for other people or living for other people's opinions or acceptance of you. Mm -hmm. And ultimately you're going to burn out because you are relying on external situations and circumstances to feed your soul instead of looking to within and um, using that as your motivation to be better. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I see that being just essential um, for knowing yourself. And the second part of knowing yourself is owning your success because once you've realized all the ways that you suck and that you need to improve on, you can also know yourself, what does a win look like for you? Wins look different to everybody, you know? I'm never gonna have a six pack of abs and that's okay. You know, for other people, that is their win. That's awesome for them. You have to be able to accept your results as your own and no one else's, and that is enough. Mm-hmm. You know, your body or your mind or your talents or your life is not going to look like someone else's. It might not look like, um, you know, a family member's or your friend's or anyone else on social media or a movie or anything like that. But... Um, it's ultimately going to be um, so much more beneficial to you if you are able to take that step back and be like, oh, it doesn't have to be. Right. It doesn't have to be. I won today because I got out of bed. I won today because I took a walk. I won today because I tried a new food that I was really uncomfortable with. Like whatever that looks like to you, that is your win. And then you can own that and be proud of that. Um, and it frees you from the comparison game, yeah. which is ultimately just going to drag you down. So, well, I love that. I mean, one of the things that you highlighted, and I, I'm, and I, I know what you're trying, what you're saying here is like to, just to tell the truth, right? And a lot of us have to discover what that truth is. And when we start telling ourselves the truth, which is like own your suck, right, and then own your success, because I think that we, as as human beings, we naturally are going to, one is we, don't, we, we either make up the story to a certain point, right, to make it in our favor, but then we also don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we do do. And I think that was really wonderfully stated how you you have two of those parts that you just, that you have to own and you have to understand like, like, well, the, what's the truth in that really that, that story? Um, you know, yeah, you, there's probably areas in your life that you really need to get improvement on, but there's also a lot of areas in your life that you're doing exceptionally well and you got to give yourself that credit. So I just absolutely love it, lady. 11 takeaways. Um, these are awesome. These are amazing. You know, now that you've experienced it, and uh, we, we, you know, we intentionally did this um, about a week or so after uh, you completed it because, you know, it takes about a week to just kind of go, you know, just to gather everything out from everything. And, and then you're just like, okay, now there's a, there's a new reality that I'm walking in. And you already mentioned that you're still doing the workouts. You're still doing a lot of the things. Like, what's life like now afterwards? Hmm. Uh, I really think, yeah, realizing that I have time to be intentional with myself whether it's reading a book or choosing a healthy meal or doing that extra workout for the day I do have time Mm -hmm. and I'm in control of it uh I think has really been it and also just the ability to say no yeah I actually had a situation where I was offered dessert last night I was hanging out with some friends and um my friend was teasing me she's like Barbie you're off 75 hard why aren't you having it don't you want it and I was just like I'm not feeling it. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was just so freeing to be like, I don't have to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I am so excited. Um, you know, last week I started revisiting. I listened to the um, updated podcast from from Andy Vaselli, and uh, I started getting that. I started planting that seed again. Like, you know, seventy five hard. Maybe that's another. Maybe there's another round. You know, and, and as we both talked about previous to this, is like, you know, there's there's always that chance of maybe doing the second round, like doing this the, another seventy five of it. And you know, we both know the commitment now. We both know like the the discomfort and all the things, but we also understand very clearly the things that happen that are so life changing and so positive that. You know it. You know, here we go. And uh, as I as I listened to um, Andy talk with another gentleman here recently, they 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 spoke specifically about, hey, listen, you thought you had great growth the first time you did it, like you grow leaps and bounds the second time you did it. So that intrigued me. But then also listening to you, I'm telling you that 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 seed is germinating, and um, I'm. I'm really excited about that challenge potentially here again. So I'm, I'm going to be praying about it. Uh, I'm going to be really thinking about it. And, and there's a good possibility of, of me doing that second round because of just that excitement that you experienced, the, the, the life-changing um, takeaways that you went through and how you have really evolved and, and what that's meant in your life. It's been pretty inspirational, lady. And you just did an awesome job. I know that people are just sitting back on, man, that sounds amazing. Like that sounds horribly hard, but it also <laughs> sounds amazing. And maybe that's what I need in my life. So those of you that are out there listening to it, Barbie, what would you say to them if they're just contemplating it? Or if maybe they have this belief system that, well, you know, Barbie's pretty special and there's just no way that I could do this. <laughs> well, what would you say to somebody like that? Shush, you got this. Yeah. You can do it. Anybody can do 75 hard. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Just like that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, lady, I am super impressed. Absolutely love you. You are just, um, I mean, loved you before, but now I just super am impressed with what you did, that commitment that you made to yourself. Uh, you took the time, you took 75 days to truly dive into who you are, rediscover who you are. And I know that uh, there's going to be some great things that are going to open up for you in the next chapter uh, of your life because of this. And I'm so glad to be able to have that in common with you. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you guys, hey, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. And, and I know you guys have taken away some great things. I took away some great things. Barbie and I are going to catch up after this and really start to figure out how we can take some of this content and, and get this out to you guys in, in more detail. But uh, share this with somebody. I'm telling you, this is, uh, you know, the 75 hard is just as Barbie said, just do it. Like you can do this. Anybody can do this, no matter what age, no matter what your health situations are, there's things that you can do to go through this. And it is most certainly the best thing that you can that you'll ever do for yourself all right well enjoy and have an awesome rest of your day and we will definitely be talking with you soon wait before you go we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.